0: As you continue standing here, these words from the book of Malachi, look, I'm sending my messenger and he will prepare the way before me. Then the Lord you are seeking will suddenly come to this temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you look for so eagerly is surely coming, says the Lord of heaven armies. But who will be able to endure it when he comes? Who will be able to stand and face him when he appears? For he will be like a blazing fire that refines metal. Or like a strong soap that bleaches clothes. He will sit like a refiner of silver, burning away the dross. He will purify the Levites, refining them like gold and silver, so that they may once again offer acceptable sacrifices to the Lord. Then once more, the Lord will accept the offerings brought to him by the people of Judah and Jerusalem, as he did in the past. These are the words of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Now, when I think Christmas, I don't know about you, but when I think Christmas, I think refined by fire, right? Anybody else, when you think warm holiday thoughts, remember that Bing Crosby movie that you watch every year where he's being refined by fire um, during the holiday season? Yeah, no, right? <laughs> this is one of those things you're like, Whoa, what, really? And I have to be honest with you, no preacher really likes to preach about this topic. Because inevitably what happens is the preacher goes through some refining by fire leading up to the sermon. The last few weeks for me have been in the fire. The last few weeks have been really tough. My uncle died unexpectedly. I stepped in as I rightly should and wanted to to be the spiritual kind of comfort and peace and lead of the family. Um, to surround them during the time of Thanksgiving when we did the funeral, to to do the funeral, um, to go through that whole morning time with my aunt. Uh, with, my, with my mother-in-law and, and, and her husband and, and their family and, um, and to go through that time. We left Thanksgiving and we went into a new week with a new beginning of which my daughter, Grace, who has special needs, was going to have dental surgery. And she, uh, coming out of Thanksgiving, her, her behavior was really bad. Uh, structure is the thing that Grace needs the most. And Thanksgiving week, there is no structure. Uh, there's no school. It's just all bets are off. It's, for me and my wife, survive. Um, most people rejoice around the holidays. We rejoice when they're over. Um, and, and so when it ended, we're getting back to school, but we knew this dental surgery was coming, and, and we're really worried about that. And so Thursday came for the dental surgery, um, and uh, I, I find myself, my wife is laying on my daughter's feet. I'm laying across her, her chest and holding her head with one hand while the nurse is holding her head with another hand. Now, you might think that we are old school and we don't believe in medicine and giving her anything. No, 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 no. I was all for it. In fact, I was like, give me some of that nitrous first, then we'll give it to her. We're all going to be fine. She overcame the stuff, um, woke up during it, and it got ugly. Uh, but the dentist was like, I'm almost done. So I left the dental office with my, myself just depleted of energy, having held because she's 10 almost in a few days. Um, but she is strikingly very strong, um, and or maybe that just is more of a judgment about me and my health but um, so I, so we, get, we leave there and, and Jenna had an appointment she had to go to, so I stayed at home with Grace and Grace coming out of the medicine was walking like a drunken sailor she doesn 't walk if you 've ever seen her, um, the doctor said she would never walk, but Grace decided otherwise. Um, But she still doesn't walk very stable all the time. And so as she's walking, she with coming out of this medicine. She was falling all over the place. And I had to, you know, most kids you think would just lay down, but not great. She was so disoriented that she needed to go. And she didn't know what she needed, but she was going. And um, she fell and hit her head really hard. And this huge bump comes up. And it's just that day, right? Um, Then we get an unexpected diagnosis on one of my family members. Um, and, And it brings fear and questions, but I don't have time to deal with it because I'm getting calls and texts from some some friends telling me that one of their dear friends has just died unexpectedly, and can you come right over and be with the family? And I say, you bet. So when Jenna gets home, we high-five and tag-team it with Grace, and I run off to sit with this family and do so for the next many hours. You ever been refined by fire? You ever been going through a week and just one thing after another comes at you? And you're like, what's going on? I can't take any more of this. Are you kidding me? There have been multiple times in the life of my daughter when I've sat at her bedside. And I have looked up to heaven and said, why? Why? Why are we going through this? What did your, what did her mother do to make you so angry? (laughs) I mean, some of y'all know her, you get it. But you find yourself in these situations and you just get angry. And a lot of times anger is okay, right? In the Psalms, we see anger coming out all the time at God. Wouldn't it be great if in those moments, and I have to tell you, I haven't been really good at it this week. David just beautifully texts me multiple times this week. And he's like, hey, do you need me to preach on Sunday? I'm fine. I can do that. I was like, no, David, I'm good. This is, you know, my time in the big house. I'm excited about coming to see them. Um, I know they're excited about seeing me. You know, it's just the love affair we have going on behind your back. It's weird. Um, and, and he's like, I was like, you know, besides being refined by fire, I can't walk away from this in the week I'm having. He's like, yeah, but you're in like a four-alarm fire. I'm like, yeah. Oh. Okay, But I think it's in those moments that we find a place to step into and say, "Okay, God, what is it that you need to remove from me so that I can then be stronger for you? So that's what this refining process is all about. Right. You take these metals and you get rid of the impurities, you get rid of the things that are making them weak. And the refiner works his little magic and he, and he gives this heat and he, and he puts charcoal on it and he does all this stuff so that that metal comes out stronger and more beautiful and more pure. This is what goes on with this refining moment, this, this time where God is, is saying, you know, okay, there, there's going to be a little bit of refinement here. But in the end, do you know what they say a refiner looks for to know that the refining process is done? His own image. They say that when that gold or that bar of silver, whatever it is, is finally done because what they do, it blocks out the oxygen and, it, and, and they use charcoal and it shines it up in such a way, it gets such a sheen on this bar that when they are done, they can see their own image in the bar. You think this is where God's going with us? Like I'm refining you in such a way that, that when I'm done, when I look at you, I see me. You may wonder, as I did, why Advent? This is a weird time of year for this. This feels like a Lent thing, really. But in truth, this is a perfect time for this. Advent, this preparation, this waiting on the coming of the Lord. Yes, the Lord came once, but we live in a season of Advent where we're waiting on this second coming. We're waiting on the King to come and announce himself, to bring the end to all impurities and bring forth righteousness. In this season of Advent, we are to prepare ourselves for that second coming of the Lord. We are to sit through these moments of pain and suffering, know that there will be a day when those no longer have hold over us. But in the meantime, how are they shaping us? So that we more reflect the image of God. In this season of Advent, I pray that you don't experience refinement I pray that, that you're already there, that when, I, that when God looks at you, he already sees his image. But should you, should you go through some refinement during this time? Should you, many of you are going to spend time with family, so you're going to be refined by fire, right? We already know this. Should you find yourself in those places? Maybe you'll have strength that I didn't to not say, God, Why? God, thank you. Thank you for getting rid of the things in me that aren't of you. Because I know when we walk through this fire, we'll be stronger and more pure and ready for the coming of the King.
1: Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin, and who seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us come before the Lord and confess our sins together. Let us pray. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hidden. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear these wonderful words of assurance. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners, and that proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ. We are forgiven. Thanks be to God. Let us now prepare our hearts and our minds as we come to the holy table. I invite you to turn to page 15 in the hymnal and let us join together in the prayer of great thanksgiving the Lord be with you lift up your hearts let us give thanks to the Lord our God it is right and good and a joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you father almighty Your spirit anointed him to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight for the blind, to set at liberty the oppressed and to proclaim that the time had come when you would save your people. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, ate with sinners, and by the baptism of his suffering, death and resurrection, you gave birth to your church. You delivered us from slavery to sin and death and made with us a new covenant through water and the spirit. When he ascended into heaven, the Lord Jesus promised to be with us always in the power of the Holy Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, the Lord Jesus took bread. And after giving thanks to you, he broke the bread. And he gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the supper he took the cup and again after giving thanks to you he gave the cup to his disciples and said drink from this all of you. For this is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. So often as you drink it do this in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ. We offer ourselves as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ, offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of the faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on all of us gathered here and upon these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes again in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Father Almighty, now and forever. Amen. With the confidence of the children of God, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The bread and the cup, these are the precious gifts of God for the people of God. Let us all say thanks be to God. This time I invite those who are assisting in the serving and anointing to come forward. As they do, I remind you that this is not a Methodist table. It is the Lord's table and all who love him are welcome here. As you come, you will receive a piece of bread and dip it into the cup. And receive the elements together. And afterwards if you desire to experience the blessing of anointing with oil. We invite you to uh, do that as well. What joy it is that we come to this table that the Lord has set this day. And we come to not only feast with him. But with one another in a community of love. Let us worship God.